Sometimes life just sucks, and sometimes it freaking rocks. We will discuss all the things from family and real estate to travel and just life in general. So take a seat, or don't, you do you, and welcome to the Lumbadass Podcast. Okay, first and foremost, welcome Ms. Stacy Corcock to the Lumbadass Podcast. Well, hello, hello. <laughs> I am so excited you are here. So for those of you who don't know Stacy, she is one of my best friends. Besties. Um, we have known each other since I was 12 years old. I was probably 13. Yes. Um, you would never know. She's a year older than me. Um, like a year and exactly a year and a week older than I Um, and we are just she was actually the maid of honor in my wedding and her husband was the best man I know and here we are nearly 20 years later so 20 years later and now we're raising teenage boys together who are also best friends in fact they're together right now which is hilarious because that was at no like push on our end in fact that was totally organic which means that it was just meant to be yeah you were one of my first friends to ever have children so you know when I had my boys we you hope that your besties are going to be besties and it wasn't until they were a little bit older and they found it on their own like you said that's right I think that's really great yes you're Um, doing great oh hey girl (laughs) so one of the main things I want to talk to you about was your um design background um so Stacy sells real estate as well as as me um we work the same markets this is just proof that you guys can come Coexist, be friends, Absolutely. and still there is plenty of real estate for everybody. But the cool thing that I think you bring to the table is it, you know, an immense love and passion for design, which is kind of what kind of um, pushed you into real estate, I think. Absolutely. Well, I got my real estate license, I think, a little bit after you, but I went to the no, new home, the new construction. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah, did you, was it? I, went, I, I did new construction versus residential. Okay, so you were like an agent for like a no, Pulte I, Homes? Um, I worked for Richard American okay. and I was on the marketing side. Oh. Well, we also had our stagers and our designers in-house. So when there'd be a model home that, you know, back then nothing was glued down. Right. Back then everything was from still TJ Maxx and Target and those sorts of things, but they were loose. So people would steal towels or candle holders. I mean, imagine that. People were just so rude. So they had a lookbook for every model home. And if they weren't available, they would call me and say, hey, can you take this corporate card? Can you go replace it? Here's the color schemes. And I started doing that and I fell in love with it organically. And I fell in love with HGTV and it was just something that I would just watch all the, all the time. So they put me through their design program like at the same time I was doing marketing as well but they realized you know I don't know if real estate essentially is maybe your passion but Mm -hmm. you have an eye for design and going back to that I actually would move furniture around when I was a little girl drive my parents crazy Mm -hmm. I would move things around organize them Uh, it's just I, I had a fascination for it at such a young age but I didn't know what what I was really doing so when I started doing that and just really studying design from the ground up. And so it became a really, really cool experience. And I started doing that, raised my children, took a little step back and started doing it privately. Then I worked for some large retailers and uh, I met uh, some pretty, pretty big people and ended up on television doing it. So that was a little fun little tidbit, but now I do real estate and I solely do interior design for my clients. So it's an added benefit that I can give to my clients. So. I love <clears throat> I love that it's kind of layered, right? right. So we are going to dive in a little bit more about um, the design 
and how you got on TV. And for those of you who don't know, she has a freaking Emmy, right? I do. Actually, we have two in our house. Insane to me. Like... (laughs) These are the people I hang with, yo. <laughs> or they hang with me is really what I should be saying. Oh, my gosh. So um, so when you are designing a property, for those people who maybe can't afford uh, a designer to come in, you know, you know, we sell homes, right? So yeah. when people move in, they want those homes to look like the model homes that they've seen right. or the stuff on HGTV. And not everybody has the funds to do that. So I guess... If you could do maybe three or four things on a budget, what would be those three or four things that you would tell a client that they could do on their own without hiring somebody? Like what three or four changes could they make in their home that would really make it stand out and make it look like a professional was there without the professional price yeah. tag? Yeah, well, the one of the biggest misconceptions is color. Yeah. Now, not exactly painting your wall blue or red is going to add color to your home. Now, adding color to your home is actually not adding color at all. It's adding in layered textures. So we're talking about mercury glass. We're talking about lighting. Lighting, just like we're in this room right now, lights you up. It brightens everything. Window coverings is a huge one. Now, I'm going to go back to lighting for a second. Mm-hmm. It is probably one of the most understated. In my house, alone I think I have six chandeliers in in one room okay and the ones over your dining room table I have tried to find you cannot find that shit where did you get it so I buy everything on a budget and I'm so glad that you asked me that because I buy everything on a budget I go to shop the outlets you like Pottery Barn guess what there's outlets for that go and find them make friends with your sales gals there because they'll call you like when the stuff comes in and you got to get there down quick but and then I buy less than perfect things I got teenage boys they're going to ruin stuff anyways but to the naked eye people aren't going to notice those things so my entire house is done through pottery barn restoration hardware west elm you name it but you would never know that i didn't pay full price i'm a discount 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 girl and yes i did work for some of those retailers so it was nice to have that added like bonus sure but it really saves you so yeah i'm gonna buy that coffee table that has a little scratch on it that someone might not know because my kids are gonna destroy it anyways or their friends are gonna come over and they're not gonna know you know like to be as respectful in someone else's house. You'd hope that they would be, but yeah, so discount, discounts, discounts. Shop TJ Maxx. Um, Like you said, your Targets, your Home Goods is a great one. Love Home Goods. Go back into the textures. So explain textures to me. So I know that we have, you know, um, wallpaper is making a huge comeback. Okay, wallpaper, but you got to be careful about that. You don't want to go over crazy with wallpaper. So start with maybe an accent wall in a neutral room. So if you're going to do white, maybe bring in a white wallpaper with a little gold like accents and okay. a little pattern, soft, subtle textures to kind of bring your eyes, bring your eye to that. Then you want to draw into a really, really nice decorative ceiling fan or chandelier. I love chandeliers, but most people also like ceiling fans as well. But you can do both. They have really cool ceiling fans now. They do. And, and that you, draws your attention up. And you know, um, in my master bedroom, Sweetie Pie let me put a chandelier in my room. And I know in his heart of hearts, he wanted that damn chandelier or that um, ceiling fan because yeah. <laughs> homeboy likes to sleep with it like at 65 degrees in our house. So needless to say, I got that. So I do love me a good chandelier. Okay, so good lighting is huge. Um, Color. You want to go very neutral with your colors. So what? Okay, but there's kind of um, different colored neutrals, right? Like it's not just the whites and the beiges anymore. We've got the grays, which are kind of seeing their way out. But even navy is a is considered a neutral now. So how do I know what's a neutral and what's not? Yeah. Is it just the base layer? You want to go, you want to go, if you're going to look at a navy and when you go to a paint store, you're going to see a swatch. Mm-hmm. You're, it's going to have three to four colors on it. Oh, you're going to like, oh, I really like that top fourth color, which is going to be your darkest color. 
go all the way down, get a sample of the the shade that is the the lowest, uh, most subtle color. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I'm like tripping over my words here. You're good. Um, So the most subtle color. So that way, when you may not have thought that's what you're going to want, but it's still going to have the undertones to that. So if you want a blue, I highly encourage something with the undertone of blue and not necessarily blue, blue, because when it's going to pop under lighting, it's going to look a whole lot different. You want to get swatches. Trust me, I've even created my own paint colors before. My kids' bathroom, we couldn't decide. I wanted a green. Mm -hmm. I wanted a really, really pretty green. I really wanted some light woods, some white tiles to really just kind of look a little bit more like you're going to a hotel. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't find it. So I took a whole bunch of colors, went to the paint store, and you asked experts and say, I really like this color, but on my wall, it doesn't come out that way. Right. So we just kind of play with the formula. So go lighter than you think you want to go because it's going to look darker on your wall. So that's a good tip. So go lighter than you think because it will look darker. Creams, stay neutral too. Get those brown tones back in. That's actually like a Tiffany diamond. People don't think of it that way, but browns have never really gone out. So really find those creams. But if you want to have the blues, something with a blue undertone, but it's a cream color, that will help to kind of elevate your room as well. Well, and then you can pull those colors out that you want. So as you know, Sweetie Pie and I recently redid our flooring and we redid Which is beautiful thank by the way. You. Um and we redid our counters. We didn't redo um there was nothing wrong with our cupboards. So um our amazing, amazing contractor, Derek. Derek Wayne is phenomenal, by the yes, way. Yes, he is. He didn't pay me to say anything wonderful about him, but he's freaking phenomenal. Um, you know, when he came in, he was like, Laura, you don't need to change out your cabinets. Your cabinets are beautiful. Which he was so right about. Uh, and yeah. I'm so grateful, too, because he wasn't he wasn't looking for the upsell. He was looking for what was genuinely my best interest. And then when I picked the flooring, it was funny. He didn't say much about it. But I really wanted a flooring that had... That was very neutral, Mm -hmm. but I knew I didn't want the browns like a lot that we're seeing now because I didn't want it to look too farmhouse. So I didn't want a lot of the knots and stuff because as quickly as farmhouse came in, we're going to see the modern farmhouse going out. Mm -hmm. Um, I also wanted something that was going to last me a really, really long time. Now with the boys being older, they've messed up and ruined. I say that very loosely because they really didn't. But, you know, we've used what we had and now it was just time for something else. So... After it was all laid, he looks back at it and he goes, Lauren, this flooring looks really good. And I get a lot of compliments about it because you can pull the grays, you can yep. pull the beiges, you can pull... Pull the blues, pull the it, Whatever color you wanted from it. And my house is very neutral yep. now. I really like the golds and stuff like that. But I think that eventually that's going to go out. And, yeah. you know, just as quickly as the yellows came in and then it was the teals. I think the that white stuff, kitchens. Yeah, the, the white subway kitchens. subway tiles. I don't which have, I have. I have in my house. I still love it, but I know that But yours is still timeless to me because you didn't do... You didn't do an era, if you will, like you or a genre, I should say. Like you didn't go... Like when I was younger, did your mom have the ducks or the cows? Yes. Did she? Yes. Okay. Yeah. My um, mom and had, I think I think sh- we still have a plate somewhere that had like the roosters on it too. Or I'm dying. Like, <laughs> I'm dying. And I'm thinking, who the hell thinks it's a good idea to decorate with freaking cows and and the blue carpet and stuff like that? So, I, granted, we definitely didn't go as bold as that. But I do feel that when the other colors start to come back in, like right now, the blacks are really in, and I think it's gorgeous. I love how clean mm-hmm. it looks. I think it's super sexy. But when that comes goes out, I'm going to be able to pull whatever color comes back into my house. Um, Same thing with our paint colors. So I'm super grateful there. Yeah. Well, and you did a great job with the flooring because flooring essentially should last you good flooring 10 to 15 years. So 
in girl I need this shit to last me like 50 because I don't I don't I don't do well in construction like I just don't I don't like construction at all while it's going on and DIY projects this is something we're going to jump into next so be prepared DIY projects with me and sweetie pie it's not a thing like we did the flooring in our upstairs laundry room which is smaller than this room that we're in right now how big would you say this room is Billy like how many square feet like a 12 by 10 or something like that Maybe. Yeah, oh, okay. probably even smaller than that. It's definitely a lot longer. Yeah. But so I don't know, maybe eight, seven by 12. Yeah. Okay. So my laundry room is smaller than that. And I shit you not. It was like, if you cut another wrong tile, I'm going to slit your throat. Okay. Like <laughs> We're going to get back to that because I have a story just very similar about cutting that tile. And yeah, it, I'm here for it because DIYs are not for the faint of heart. That's for sure. But I commend you for doing it because that's a lost trade. A lot of people aren't doing that anymore. Well, good. No, yeah. it's, it's a lost trade with me too. It's a lost trade. It was lost. <laughs> we found it for a second and then I'm, I'm over it. This is the but second time. But how much time. pride do you have when you walk by that, that laundry room and say, I did that. Not, I did that. Not enough to make it worth it. Straight up. Here's the thing. So the first time we ever did DIY I was in Jared's room. I was pregnant with Jared. Jared is my 18-year-old, for those of you who don't know. He just graduated high school. And we wanted crown molding. And so we could have hired the guy to come in and do it. And I think he wanted like $250. But we had just bought our house. We were somewhat newly married. And I'm like, hell no, I don't got no $250 to give this guy. Listen. So he comes comes home with the... um, uh, What's it called? Crown molding. Mm-hmm. We had painted it. And he starts, he's like, this is how it needs to be cut. And I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be this way. And he's like, oh, okay. So we cut one piece. We cut it wrong. All right, well, let's try this way. Well, I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be this way. And he was literally like, forget it. I'm just going to cut it. So he cuts it and he's holding it up. And I'm like, no, babe, that's wrong. I'm telling you the angles are wrong. And at this time, I tutored in math. Mm-hmm. So I knew my angles. And it's all about math. It's all about math. Okay. Well, and and I was trying to be very helpful and resourceful and tell him exactly how to do it. (laughs) (laughs) I was not being helpful. And he goes, forget it. And he sits there and and starts, you know, gluing it, not gluing it, um, nailing it in there with the electric. It's not an electric nailer. What's it called? The staple gun. Well, it was the uh, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. COVID brain. Okay. So, so he nails it in, right? And he stands back and he looks at it with such pride. And I'm like, you are the biggest moron. You just messed it up. So we had to take a crowbar to my freshly painted walls and rip it off. And then we ended up hiring the guy for $250 to do it. But I'm telling you, I swear, if our neighbors had their windows open, they would have thought that we were getting divorced. And Sweetie Pie and I don't fight very often. That night, it was a whole nother level. And and to both of your defense, how quickly did you learn that your walls and your ceilings aren't level and straight? Like, that's something you wouldn't know. Why is that a thing? I'm not sure, but it drives me crazy. Oh, drives Brian crazy too. Okay, but your husband is super handy and does all the things I need to understand how you did not wring his neck because it took him how long to do the boys bathroom oh over a year but to be to be fair he had a full-time job doing it That's and he was true. driving 82 miles one way Bless his heart. so he would do it when we had vacation or on the weekends and at the time my boys weren't as heavily involved in sports as they are now which sure. i see you every weekend because our boys play with sports together right and so it would be that um but yeah he's he's so talented at what he does and I sometimes I take it for granted because I'm so used to it that I think everybody's husband is this handy. And I'm like, well, how come you don't just, you know, put new flooring in yourself or paint the walls or that sort of thing. But it also forced me. I was not a handy girl at all. It forced me to learn. Sure. And the biggest lesson I ever had, I guess we'll go jump right into this, was my tile experience. So we were redoing our kitchen 
we were trying to do it on a budget. We kept our cabinets, which were white at the time. We had a new construction home, but we did bare, bare bones. We wanted to modify it ourselves, mm-hmm. save money, which I will say we saved a lot of money. So we kept our cabinets, but ripped the counters out, uh, added backsplash. Uh, actually, Brian rebuilt our island, which is beautiful. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Did a great job. Did flooring ourselves while he was already doing all of that. And I designed it all. So I would go and I'd pick everything out and, you know, draw it out, sketch it out. And he would make my crazy, you know, concoctions come to life. And when it came to the tile, I said, I knew I wanted something classic. And I do love the subway tile. And like I said earlier, I do too. it is a timeless piece because it comes in and out, but it really never goes away as long as you stay true to the style of your home. And that's one thing too, going back to design, you want to stay true to the style of your home. Again, adding color. We talked about the lighting. We talked about window treatment. We also didn't talk about adding greenery, which adds color, greenery everywhere. Um, But yeah, so the subway tile. So I said, okay, let's go do it. And he's like, all right, go to the store and get what you need. What do I need? He's like, well, I don't know. I, 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 this is how I've learned. Just go to the store. So I went to the store. YouTube. YouTube is uh, yeah, our best Everything friend. is YouTube. Yep. Thank goodness. Everything is YouTube. So I went to the store and I asked the salespeople there and said, hey, uh, I, want, I need this. I got this tile. What do I need? They're like, we don't know. Legit learned that people that work at stores are not experts at anything. No, they, they know where to tell you where to find what you uh, need. What aisle to go to. Yes. So I, fa- I was like, you know what? I'm going to go find the dirtiest contractor in this room that's got paint splattered all over his, his pants. He's got dirt on his fingernails. And I'm going to ask him. And they, sure enough, best help ever. So I was so excited. I came home with everything with my bags. I was holding it. So excited. I was like, all right, babe, let's go. And he's like, all right, go ahead. I'm like, what? He's like, how do you think I learned? Like we said, YouTube, YouTube it. So I found probably the most monotone, boring man ever. Watched this video, but he dummied it down for me and did it so slow. So I was so proud of myself. I figured it out. I was so excited. So I was going, I was going. Brian, I gave him the, because you know, that tile, huh, if you cut it the wrong piece, it's just going to shatter. So he did a lot of my tough cuts for me. So any like around the outlets and, you know, the corners of the walls, because we learned nothing is straight. So he would do a lot of that because he did all the math for me. Well, we got to the very, very end of it. And I gave him a piece of tile to cut, and he cuts it so sloppy. So here you go. I said, really? Because if this was your flooring right now, you would not allow would that. would have lost Yeah, his I would have lost mine. And he's like, well, then you do it. I'm done. And I was like, no, no, no. Cut it again. He, he's like, no. He puts, I had, he puts some plaster on it, puts it on the wall. And I was like, are you kidding me? That's just cemented on the wall. And he's like, no, he's going to notice it there. I was like, really? Again, with the flooring, if this was your perfect little flooring, now you're going to blame this on me later. Yep. So so he's like, well, then you fix it. I said, the one thing about me is you tell me no, I will find a way yes. <laughs> so I said, watch me. So I took a crowbar, ripped it out of the wall. Not only did I take off a whole, whole every, the tile, I took off a whole chunk of the drywall. Oh, shit. And so he's like, well, you got to fix it too. And I was like, okay. So I can't believe I'm sharing this story on air, but I didn't fix it the right way. I just put a whole bunch of mastic, tried to fill that hole as good as smooth as exactly what I was just doing. like angled it down and put it on there all perfect. But now I walk by that kitchen. I said, you know what? I did that. Good. Yeah. I'm glad that the DIY has a bigger, softer place in your heart because <laughs> it certainly does not in mine. And, and the truth of the matter is talking about cutting tile, like Derek Wayne, I mean, he hates me for my backsplash, 100%. There's no doubt in my mind. He'll say he doesn't. He will say he doesn't. There is no way. My backsplash is gorgeous, but that was a labor of love. So that is awesome. I just have one more question, and then we'll wrap up this amazing episode. Um, I want to know, 
DIY, if somebody is going to start DIY, what direction would you send them in? Because a lot of people do think that it's easier, um, faster, they'll do it kind of how they want to do it. What kind of project would you recommend for them to do? Would it be flooring? Would it be something that drastic? Would it, I would, would it start be? with, I would, as simple as it sounds, I would start with painting. Okay. Because you think, anybody thinks that they can paint. Yeah. Because, you know, you do that in elementary school. But until you're actually doing it on your wall and you can really see, you got to tape it precisely. You got to get the right tools. You got to get the right brushes. Or you're going to see brush strokes. Something small. Take a small little thing and do painting. I think that would be really good. But again, we have YouTube and we have all the shows on all the networks to help you and guide you. Um, but yeah, or hire an expert. Hire an expert. That's yeah. the advice I'm going to take from this. <laughs> Mrs. Corcock, it was wonderful having you today. Oh Thank gosh. you so much for sharing all of your design ideas and stuff like that. I think this is um, a great start to getting people to do things in their home that um, can make it more lovely and livable and more exciting for them to go to. So oh. thank you so much. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. Love you, friend. Thank you. Love you, too.